Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 213 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Daryl, and I'm here with Lauren. Hi, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's taken us a while to get to that because it's now the 21st of January. I know. It's just, it's been a while. It has been a while. We did enjoy a long break, though. It was was well rested. Kind of. We are well rested to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, you know, there's only so much resting that you can do when you have children who like to wake you up at 5.30 in the morning without uh, any any sort of consideration of their parents' feelings. But no, it was fun. It, we, we ate a lot. We, you know, I think we rested too much in some ways. It's Maybe. taken us a little bit of time to get back into the swing of things. And then January is kind of hits hard. Yeah, I'm not really quite into the swing of things just yet. I think this week has been very hard on me. I've just been like exhausted. Seems to be a common theme as well. Like I've I've spoken to people at work. You've spoken to a lot of people as well, like kind of yeah. different moms and stuff. And yeah, it seems to be the general consensus that this the start of this year just seems harder yeah. than normal. I don't know yeah. why, but just kind of getting the gears back in. It's because it's 2020. It's just too intense a number for me. And everyone. You know, Apparently. like we were the twenty teens for like ten years. Yeah. Um And actually so, on that note, in terms of struggling to get into the gears, like the stuff we're talking about today is of course the delay of the seven remake. Maybe they just had the same problem that we did. Yeah, they started off the new year wrong. They just didn't have the resolutions down. They gave up V veganary. Or whatever it is, you know. V January. V January. V January. Yeah, they just they just said no. So yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about that, and uh, mm-hmm. we've got another big news uh, story which we're going to focus on uh, relating to Mobius, mm. and uh, then new segment this year. We're trying things out. Let us know how it goes. But we're going to have like a, a general gaming segment so that you can get to know our personal gaming taste a bit more. So this year we're going to be focusing on or this episode. We're going to be focusing on what we're looking forward to playing this year outside mm-hmm. of the 7 remake. Yeah, of course. Because you guys already know what we... You already know. You already know. You already know. Yeah. And then we've got, a, we've got a question after that. One question. Solitary. Ooh. So four segments today. <gasps> Really three, though, if you want to focus the ter- the first two as one segment. Can we news. handle it? Well, we're going to see. The other big um, change this episode is that there will be no music segment. <gasps> it's um, it, it's just really takes a lot of time to try and find arrangements that I, that I want to feature on the show. Mm. And um, we just decided that... Uh, since when we did the survey, it was really kind of 50 50 mm. whether people actually wanted the music segment or not. I know it is something that's quite uncommon for podcasts to have that kind of segment at the end of the episode. Yeah. Some people liked that difference. Some people obviously didn't because it was, it was quite different. Um, so we just decided that, um, but since it was kind of on the fence that we will not be proceeding with it any yeah. longer. Yeah. So if but you were sad. on the fifty percent that liked it, I'm I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, we're sorry, but you know, all good things, all good things. We will remember fondly the music segment. We will. We had we have featured many, many, many. We have featured great many, artists. many artists. Yeah. Mm. Over the years, over the ten years. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, so with that, before we get on to our seven remake discussion, we are now going to do our Patreon shout outs. And we're going to kick things off with Nahi Klablawi. Guide Seeker. Chris Morales. Michael Graham. Barry Norton at Nortron Zero. Thurin Bullen at Massacre 23. Tori Patrick. Fayez Bilal. Louis James. Zach Duranto. Rachel Casterton at Obion Ray. Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Darren Matthews at Doomster 73. Joseph Robertson, Pokemon Trader J. Alex and Rachel Troutman at Akira Namejin. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Miles Ribbons. David Calro. Chris Pope at Dr. Pop 181. Janik Naud at Janik Naud. Freya Stella. Flip Sudness. Tom Hughes at Tom underscore Hughes 22. Yam Potato. And Noah Luttrell. Yay. thank you guys so much for supporting us on patreon thank it means the world to us and absolutely we hope that we can continue to deliver quality stuff that you want to support in the future exactly so the final fantasy 7 remake has been delayed it was due to release on the 3rd of march 2020 it's now going to be coming out on the 10th of april which is five and a half weeks later and at the same time, Square Enix also announced that the Avengers game would be delayed by four months too. Um, I guess the difficulty is that it's Square Enix have a long history of delaying titles just mm. prior to release. Uh, Pretty much fa- the ex- entire existence of Square Enix. Yeah. <laughs> They've I mean, been like, delaying games. In, in recent times, it's been Final Fantasy XV. You even had delays to the DLC, like Comrades mm. was delayed, Booster Pack, Monster of the Deep was delayed um like the comrades um single play like their standalone one was delayed i think we've worked out that pretty much every single title since probably final fantasy 10 has had like some section of development in hell in their development yeah like it's just it just it's sad because it just further perpetuates this idea at square enix that like they just they 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 can't. They just can't. They can't stick. I mean, this isn't development of hell or anything. No, no, it's obviously not. Yeah, it is. It is a very different situation, which is why I'm not like too fussed about it. I mean, I've always, I've always sort of been like, you know, I'd rather it, I'd rather it done well than rushed. But there again, it's more so the theory about why it was delayed that kind of makes me irksome. So. Like, it's obviously not the official reason, and they probably won't give the official reason. They say it's polish, but it has to do with the fiscal year. It has to do with the fact that, like, they would make more, they would appear better in the next fiscal year than than releasing it before. Yeah, because, like, I mean, so if I'm remembering correctly, the... um. There was the whole thing about when they were predicting that the 7 Remake was going to release. Yeah. And um, everyone kind of, like, we we had predicted it was going to come out Q1 2020. Mm-hmm. And that was because the fiscal report said that that was going to be a really big year for Square Enix. They were predicting, like, 40, 50 million dollars uh, profit, I think. Or something. Yeah. I remember 40 to 50 million something. Um, and then um, that kind of held true, but Square Enix lowered their forecast estimation yeah. hugely, but then upped the next year's one. So 2020 to 2021 was like massively increased. Mm-hmm. So maybe Square Enix have done actually really well this year. Maybe. And so they don't need the 7 remake to do that. So therefore postponing it then means that they are more in line to hit this year's target, no problems, and then hit uh, the next year's target, which maybe they weren't too sure about. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get why 
Why risk your sort of reputation? Well, at this point, I mean, it's not really a risk of reputation because literally every game under the sun is getting delayed now. Like It's and, true. It, and it's more the fact that it's it happens so close to launch. Mm. So like this, we were two months away from the 7 Remake coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avengers was supposed to be releasing in, in May, like a, a couple of weeks after. Sorry, a couple of months after. But it's not the only games to get delayed. Like Doom no. Eternal was delayed recently and that's now coming out like roughly around the same it's time. It's true. And, but uh, that being said, and I don't know if Fallout 4 was delayed when it was released. I, I don't think Fallout 4 was. But like they announced that game like a few months before it was released and then released it on what I believe was on time. Like Bethesda doesn't really have, they have a, they have a, um, a reputation of having broken games but they don't have a reputation of releasing games late, but whereas then, Square like, Enix's reputation is releasing games late. Like, they just always do. They can't meet their targets, like, ever. But then, you know, but as you, I as think you said this, earlier, like, yeah. you'd rather have the game right. So, like it's you're true. saying, Bethesda are good because they release their games on time, but they have so many game-breaking bugs, and yeah. they have to do so many patches to fix them out. So, is it better that they release it on time mm. or should they actually because i remember well, like I Fallout almost, 4 yeah. there was the bug with the elevator mm. and you'd have to start again like yeah. there was literally no choice until yeah. they patched it which I, I presume they did i'm not sure but i know like i give i give a bit of clearance to game to like to games like fallout just because of how big they are like they're just huge so you're bound to have glitches like i just I don't know why I, I I mean no it's it's absolutely right and like like Fallout New Vegas I just tried to play for the first time like a few months back and I basically couldn't play it because of how many glitches there are and really yeah I wouldn't want that but this is also saying that like Final Fantasy 7 remake is going to be perfect which I don't know if it actually will be yeah there'll be patches that come out afterwards for yeah. sure but it's like um, the Final Fantasy 15 delay. The first patch had a lot of detail in it. Yeah, that, and that, a lot of people are saying like, oh, maybe this will mean that there won't be any day one patch. Guys, there's going to be a day one there's patch. There's always a day one patch. There's going to be a day one patch regardless. Like, that's just it's just the way it is now, unfortunately. But like, it's just, I just sort of think like, you know, why, why, what's the point of having a release date? Like, what is the point? I don't. I mean, there isn't if, any if, you, point if you're being anymore. cynical, it's it's to get the pre-orders in. But I don't know if you actually saw, but um, the Square Enix North American store actually have this really weird thing where they have to cancel all the pre-orders. Oh. And you have to opt back in <gasps> if you still want it. No, that's horrible. Yeah. That's really horrible. So, like, it's weird because I know that obviously from um, from our side as fans, the big frustration is... If you've booked time off yeah, or you were like scheduled loads of stuff around that time, like for us, when the 15 got delayed, that was really impactful for us because we had our daughter's birthday. It was our daughter's (laughs) birthday and we weren't even in the country at the time. Yeah. So we weren't able to play 15 until like two weeks after it came out. Yeah. And for like our profession, that's not overly helpful. Yeah. Because um, we wouldn't have probably gone at that time out of the country if no. we had known. And and obviously like for the employees at Square Enix as well, like a lot of them had planned to have time off in December yeah. and like late November and they, and they couldn't do that. Like it changed all of their plans as well. And like from a financial perspective, they had to change so much 
of the marketing material and yeah. like all this other stuff. Um, so it's like it's not like it's a just like a a small whim of a decision. Like these things have a big impact. But then you know it's it's what's the great what's the what's the positive? So there yeah. must be a really big positive for Square Enix to make this decision. Yeah, we could point to Kataze and his um ex- like excuse or his reason, which he said was to apply final polish to the game. They said exactly the same thing for the Avengers, which has been delayed four months. It's generally like the typical go-to response when you're delaying a game. Yeah. You want to add extra layers of polish to make sure it meets fan expectations. Like it's just basically a cookie cutter response. It doesn't really mean anything. No. But as you said, like it's better that we we get the experience that they're comfortable with. If yeah. that is the real excuse, then then fine. Go for it. With 15, that really was the excuse. Like we saw yeah. it with the day one patch. Like we knew from what we were hearing kind of behind the scenes that the game was not in the best of places around when they delayed it. And they really had to like go hardcore to get it ready. Yeah. And so, you know, like I don't think the seven remakes in that position, it's like Kingdom Hearts 3 that got delayed because Nomura wanted to release it on like Christmas Day and North America was like, you can't do that. Yeah. So then they delayed it for like three weeks on that basis alone. Yeah. It's just what happens. Like there, there may be a logical reason. There may not be a logical reason, but ultimately, the game's going to come out still. Yeah, yeah. I ju- it just I it just irks me that this this is just a trend that is going to, I guess, occur more and more. Like it's just you know, I just. I don't I don't get I don't get release dates anymore because essentially you should just say it's a release window like and leave it at that and then decide but like I just think yeah it just makes it just makes release dates pointless uh, yeah I just kind of like I'm just thinking about what to say in response to that I know well it does doesn't it like there's no point like what is what is the point of that release trailer now that release date trailer. It's like, oh my god, it's coming out March third. Oh my god. Well, no, just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, it's coming out a month later. It's why, like, I mean, if you actually uh, go to Wikipedia, mm. so Wikipedia has a page for every single year of video game, and they mm-hmm. pretty much list out every single major release. If you go to 2020's one, there are two games, no, three games scheduled to release in Q4. Mm. No games scheduled to release in Q3. I don't think mm. like they're outside of Q1. There's a couple in April and May and June, but like the second half of the year is barren. There is like, but if you look at the list of games that could come out this year, mm. it's huge. Mm-hmm. No one wants to commit anymore, Mm-mm. and I think it's because the development it, developments are so large. It's, it's it's quite hard to predict. Like if you think about Tabata when he made that call when he took over the development, like two three years before the final release date. This is when we're releasing the game. This is the the time we aim for, and they almost hit it. Yeah, they they almost did. They just had to delay it two months in the end because it just they couldn't quite get there. Which maybe goes back to the idea that. More game companies, I think, should go along the Fallout model. I mean, I know it, I know that sometimes like investors play a part in this kind of thing, but like I feel like it's better to announce the game when it's like near completion and have it come out like a couple months later rather than just elongate it for so long. Like it's just it's gone on for ages. Well, the the investor theory 
which obviously they did announce the seven remake for the investors mm. um and also they said that they did it to try and sell more ps4s and, and more of their ps4 games mm. um but they just kept taking away they just kept taking away attention from other things that were great like world of final fantasy got completely gypped because of final fantasy 15 like i know that that's a different different type of situation but it's like that got gypped because of Final Fantasy 15. Final Fantasy Type 0 HD got gypped because they included the episode Dusk Guy demo in it. And most people were just like, I don't want to play Final Fantasy Type 0. I want to play Final Fantasy 15 episode Dusk Guy. Well, no crap, because that is the bigger game. But like, you know, it's just it's just this weird sort of reflex that Square Enix has where it's just like we have to protect ourselves oh my god we're gonna fail oh my god oh my god oh my god what's gonna happen mayday 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 press the button press the button you know it's like that thing it's just so weird they're so unconfident and that's why I was gonna actually say before yeah. your Sorry. Uh, large my tangent little and uh, yeah. very animated Pigeon. tangent then Pigeon. Um, tangent. was that I would say that generally having to do the announcements in advance shows a weakness in the, the lineup Mm. right they didn't have anything else that was worth talking about at that time so they had to announce something well in advance years before like Nomura's come out numerous times and say that they announced the 7 remake way too early because it built this weird fan expectation that it was going to come out mm -hmm. and they never planned it to yeah and like Kingdom Hearts 3 was exactly the same situation they just like oh um we don't really have anything on the horizon right now let's just announce a game and then it's going to take loads of time to to make because like when they announced Final Fantasy 13, they didn't, they had literally nothing mm. done. They but then they like, get annoyed when people like hack their games and then find out information and get spoilers out. It's just like, you know, what, guys, maybe you should make less people aware of what you're doing. Easier said than done. Yeah, it is very true. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so with that note, um, yeah, like it's it's a shame that the game's been delayed, but you know, it, it's it's five and a half weeks. It's, yeah. It's a, it's like, yes, it's a real shame for Hopefully people that have doable. taken time off. Exactly. But ultimately, the game is going to be better for it. So hopefully, there's no hopefully. Like, it's not going to be worse. Cloud's hair is going to move slightly to the left. You know, it's just like that little hair strand. They just had to get that in order. Aerith, you never know. I mean, like, Aerith had a nip slip do, do in you chapter remember, two. Do you remember um, a couple of years ago when they uh, were working on Agato Plus mm. for the Vita? And they um, they announced the release date, they were in development, and then they kind of said, no, we're going to have to delay it because we found this bug. Mm. And then they could never overcome it. Yeah. Like they, they just encountered this scenario working on the PS Vita that just they, the way that they wanted to work based on the mobile game, yeah. they just couldn't implement. Yeah. So they had to cancel it. Yeah. Like these, these things just happened. Like there must have, like there could be unforeseen bugs that they just didn't foresee mm -hmm. like it's just yeah it's just where we are They'll try their best suddenly to changes accents oh will my god you, <laughs> will you just calm yourself down i don't know what's got into you i don't know you're far too energetic today i'm sorry <laughs> i'll just be more i'll be more eeyore Less you've rude. gone back to ye old lauren of of the uh the chalk and cheese times oh no no i don't want people to hate me again <laughs> oh well no you know what this is new lauren, lauren new lauren doesn't oh. care no but the other interesting thing is the fact that like cyber cyberpunk um 27 7 for some reason i had a real 
scary gut feeling you were going to say cyber connect then uh, <laughs> they've been yeah. delayed cyber connect has been delayed but the fact that like yeah so uh final fantasy 7 remake has been delayed and then it got delayed up until like a week before it was a week before cyberpunk 277 yep. i'm just gonna call it cyberpunk because i hate saying numbers um and so cyberpunk was just like oh oh no let's move it up and so then they moved so it to september delayed, yeah. yeah they moved it to september because they don't care about avengers because avengers gonna be crap well, I mean, it might Possibly. not be after the four month delay. It might delay. not be. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, you really are uh, just. Uh, I'm on fire. Not, yeah. <laughs> well, you don't know much. We don't. Yeah. To be fair, we don't know much about the event. We don't know game. much about what they've done since the the, the backlash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like, what the heck is going on? Anyways, so moving uh, on. Yeah. Moving on. The Neca, the the Necken, The next big announcement uh, was that Mobius has been cancelled. Mm. Like flat out gone. and this already like like, it's already gone in japan it's gone well no it's it's going to be continuing it's 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 just that they've basically said that they are ceasing it now like so there's going to be no more new content in japan um and it just completely came out of the blue like there was nothing at all hinting that this was possible Mm. They, they just finished up season two in japan it went out really well as far as i uh, yeah. am aware and they just announced um the yeah japanese version is done like content is all done it's going to mm. be ceasing production like the game is literally going to be not playable from the 31st of march Crazy. and the global version is going to stop on the 30th of june when our story ends that japan finished in december yeah so yeah like there's you got six months left of mobius i think from march onwards you're not going to be able to pay any money wow so they're just going to stop it like you yeah. So from now until March, you can still buy stuff and everything. But from then onwards, I think they're just saying like, no, last three months yeah. and just kind of enjoy the story. And then we're, we're, we're done. I mean, I can't say I didn't see this coming. I mean, it's, they're like, mobile gacha games. This is the yeah. life cycle. To be honest, the fact it's been going for four years. Yeah. Some of most mobile games don't last that long. But like the thing is, is that it's not it we knew from the beginning that it was it was the weakest doing of all the mobile games that well not all of them but like of the biggest mobile games that Square Enix has sort of going on right now i mean you have kingdom hearts um uh unchained key you have record keeper you have brave xvs brave xvs is enough in order to have their own like fan events like there's not there was never the appetite for that kind of thing with mobius which is sad because the story is, from what we've experienced, was really good. It just didn't have that thing. It didn't have that sticking. We just got really pissed off with the Chocobo. Was it the Chocobo event? Yeah. We're just like, we just had enough of it. And we, it was the waiting. And that's yeah. why Opera Omnia, which is obviously the other one on the list. Oh, yeah. We Opera really Omnia. liked Opera Omnia yeah. because it was much faster. The, the pace was much faster. Yeah. Because they had that kind of year between the two versions and they had a lot of catch up to do. Yeah. But the, the story in Mobius, which was what makes it so sad. It was so nice. It was so good. It was so interesting. And obviously they had a great staff working on it as well there's no word at the moment whether or not the other mobile games are going to be going down the same path Mm. but it should be noted that mobius was the only one of the the ones we mentioned there that is actually developed by square Mm. all the other ones are developed by third parties um and to me it really hints as though there's been some tough decisions taking place at square Enix. they said in the announcement that it was a really difficult decision yeah and if we remember last year 
it was very similar. Like around this period of time, you had Tabata leaving. Yeah. A load of projects were cancelled. Other senior figures uh, left. So they announced in April that um, Hideo Baba had left. Uh, Studio Estolia had mm. been shut down. His games had been cancelled. We had some other senior figures leaving in April, like announcing that they were leaving in April as well to time with the financial results. But it happened in the months prior. So it wouldn't surprise me if... Um, similar decisions are being made this year as they're trying to balance the books, make sure they've got the right focus. Yeah. And also if we're being conspiracy theorists, which I know you love given the mood you're in right now. Of course. um, This really could time with the delay of the seven remake because it's the same team. Mm. Like it's the same business. I know that it's slightly different now structurally because they've kind of merged into bigger groups. But the in the old system, Business Division One was working on the Seven Remake and Mobius, mm-hmm. and so like it, it's not too much of a stretch to think that since Mobius has been like done now, the Japanese team have no more content to produce. A lot of that team can now move over to the Seven Remake to help yeah. in the next three months. Yeah, I mean it's better for it, isn't it? Like I mean, you know, you have like Toriyama and stuff moving. Uh, being in the Final Fantasy VII remake and stuff, they don't need the the attention taken away. Like they can focus one hundred percent on that, and, and it's more beneficial for them. And like Mobius served its purpose. Like mm. it was a project that they did because they had loads of assets they that they could pull together mm. from the Final Fantasy Thirteen trilogy. Mobile games were all the rage at that time. So probably like, wanted to save some money. Yeah, by like doing it was it really it was really cost effective for them to do, uh, but. You know, ultimately, no one was really playing it anymore. No. Like, it wasn't making them really any money. I would imagine they were keeping it going for posterity more than anything else. Because, yeah, the other games, like Record Keeper is the oldest one, but like Opera Omni and Brave Exvius have like far exceeded it. And mm. that's before we even talk about the ugly word, three words, a new empire, which is yeah. absolutely still smashing it in comparison to the yeah. other games. Which is so sad. It is sad, but but, but that's the that's reality. Just is what it is, yeah. So yeah, like it wouldn't surprise me if it was a, a decision made around its performance and the focus that they need to have to make the seven remake kind of work out as as best as they can. Yeah, yeah. So it is. It's sad to see it go, but it's just that it came out of nowhere. Yeah, like it literally came up. Like no one it was expecting of, it. Well, yeah. Like I probably wasn't expecting it now, but I wasn't. I wasn't really like not expecting it to be one of the ones that went first you know like i always kind of felt like it didn't belong with their lineup yeah i mean although i keep forgetting about opromia's existence even though it was one of my favorites of the group like i know that square enix have been struggling with the mobile games mm -hmm. like in the last couple of financial reports they haven't been doing anywhere near as well as they had been doing in previous years because like consumer appetites are changing yeah. and Scronix's model hasn't really adapted. Like all those games that we mentioned, all like Record Keeper Mobius and Brave Exvius at their basic level, pretty much are the same game like, yeah. functionally. Yeah. The City of Opera Omnia was 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 similar. Mm-hmm. They they kind of evolved things to make it less reliant on paying money. Yeah. And they've it's done really well for them because they make a lot of money. Yeah. Like they they learned that a bit, but they've not really changed anything else and they haven't really launched anything else that's kind of adapted to the changing behaviors. No. Maybe that's kind of what we're gonna be seeing over the next year or two, like how they're looking to change. But Well, yeah, it'll be interesting because I think in their financial 
report, oh, their planning report, whatever it was, like years ago when Mitsuda first came in, he was like really big emphasis on mobile titles. So I wonder what his focus is now. MMOs. Yeah, MMOs. 14. 14 is the cash cow, guys. Make it work. Make it make us more money. But yeah, it'll be interesting. To see. So yeah, that's um, that's the, that's the the two big news updates. Rest in peace, Mobius. We do just want to take a, a small kind of brief cut here to just talk a bit about our YouTube channel. And um, we know there's a bit of uh, uh, um, cross pollination between the audiences, but if you don't uh, pay attention to our YouTube channel, we've we've now hit 133,000 subscribers, which Yay! is just in, insane. It's absolutely yeah. insane. 2019 was amazing for us. We hit the 100k milestone. We've now exceeded 20 million views. Like these, the stuff we've been producing as well has been just so well received by pretty much everyone. Like mm. just everyone, we're still blown away by how much everyone loves the content that we produce. Yeah. Even our most recent video about uh, the story of Ramza, like we've not done really any tactics content before. We've done two videos now and everyone's been so appreciative about the fact that we don't just focus on the seven remake the whole time. Like we talk about it intermittently, but for us, it's this is a huge franchise, and it all all of it deserves love. And it's that's the difficulty in terms of us balancing like what games we're going to talk about when, and making sure that all the different corners get focused. But mm. yeah, this year promises to be so cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just I'm I'm still in awe of everything that like. Like, thank you guys so much. You've, like, changed our lives in so many ways that you don't even fully probably grasp or realize. Like, I just, you know, thank you so much for everything. So, yeah, if you haven't subscribed, please do. Yeah. Please do. You won't regret it. No, no. You will not regret it. We have so many stuff. We have so much stuff, like, lined up. And um, I'm really... Really looking forward to it. You sound very emotional. Yeah. Yeah. That's how much. It's, it's just the thing. Like, I mean, you know, I'm I'm a mom and like it's so hard to be a mom nowadays and to be able to make money, like just to work. And I was toying, like when we first started doing the YouTube channel, I was toying with this idea of like, crap. I'm going to be going back to work, but I'm only going to be able to earn money essentially for nursery. Like I'm just going to be paying for nursery fees and I'm going to work my butt off at a job that I didn't really like, wasn't really appreciated at. And I'm basically just paying for my daughter to go to nursery, which is, you know, like that that's, there's worse things. Um, but like, it just made me so f feel so lost and just emotional that like you sort of feel like that's it like that's that's going to be my life from now on um and so when this opportunity came around and we like made like a little bit of money from like our first video i was just like oh my god like you know maybe i don't maybe i don't have to go back maybe I can feel a bit creative. Maybe I can do something with me. Cause I, if you know me, like I never really knew what I wanted to do with my life. Like I come from sort of a broken home where like, I didn't really have much guidance in what to do in life. I did. I 
failed high school. I sort of got into university by the skin of my teeth. And so to be actually be able to do something and like to work at it and, and feel accomplished is like extremely just humbling to me. And yeah, no, I just want you guys to know, like, you know, (laughs) I could have ended up really, really badly, but this sort of, this completely changed everything for me. So thank you. And on that note, yes, um, we're going to talk about not Final Fantasy stuff. Yes. <laughs> so we've got a new segment in the show uh, called What's Your Plan? Um, we actually used to do this a really long time ago. Like yeah. Such a long time ago. Um, so we're trying to bring it back uh, because people always are curious about what we're actually playing, what we're doing, uh, what kind of games interest us. So we've pulled together a bit of a 2020 hit list of things that we're looking forward to. There's not too many games on the list. We've got four on the list. So our, our kind of excited four games are, there's many more. Mm. Um, we narrowed it down to, to just the four, excluding the seven remake, because that's kind of a given, and excluding Crystal Chronicles for me, at least, because that's also kind of a given. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the first game I'm going to talk about is actually Ghosts of Tsushima, mm. Ghost of Tsushima. And uh, it's an action stealth game, if you're not aware of it, uh, by Sucker Punch, who did the Sly Cooper games a long yeah. time ago. And also uh, Infamous, I believe. And uh, it was announced like a while ago. And it, I guess the weird thing is that actually they had not really shown too much about the game in, that, in all that time uh, until they did the recent Game Awards trailer where they showed a bit of the gameplay. Um, but I think I, I really liked Neo and... Mm. I I really like um like the Samurai Warriors games and like I've just got a whole thing about the kind of the, the Japanese uh, mythology and I just I've I've been really looking forward to this type of game for a long time. Mm. So I'm cur- I'm really curious to see how it, it turns out. Like from a looks perspective, it looks gorgeous. Like they've done so much work on the presentation and uh I guess from my perspective I'm really I'm really looking forward to see how it delivers. Mm. Yeah, no, it, it looks it looks so cool. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, it's so hard. It's so hard to speak about games that you don't actually know, like sort of what it's going to be like, but you're just excited because you like the style and stuff. But like, yeah, no, Ghost of Tsushima does look really cool. I guess we're in a slightly different position than we used to be when it was like, oh, that box cover looks really nice. I'll get yeah. that game. <laughs> I like the characters on that. There's some cool That's things. a nice logo. But I do like the idea that, um, I do like the the company, obviously, like um, Sly Cooper was like one of my jams when I was growing up. Like I love Sly Cooper. I know that this is like a completely different style. <laughs> But I just, I always, I always enjoyed, um, I always enjoyed that game. So, yeah, I'm already pretty much sold just with Sucker Punch's involvement. Um, so the next one is, of course, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, I mean, it's not really much more I have to say about it. It just looks cool. It It's like the Blade Runner dream game that, like, I'm just gonna eat up yeah um i mean obviously it's cd project red which i mean they made one of the best games of this past decade witcher 3 like you know it's they (laughs) they're really good which is still like so so baffling like daryl and i talk about this a lot with um the witcher show 
being out, like the fact that this, um, I mean, obviously it started out as a book, but like this company, CD Projekt Red, like they were just a little Polish company um, publisher where they they were just they just they just sort of like published games didn't well, they yeah i don't know the, the i don't tr- think they the, actually like, made the games complete history of the of the french uh, like the how it devolved for the company but i know that the witcher they did make yeah and like the first e3 that i went to the last e3 that daryl went to um which was 2011 we went and they literally had the smallest room at E3. They just had a little office um, to promote. I think it was The Witcher 2 at the time. Yep. And like to see how far this company has come in just that time, it's incredible. I mean, it's almost been 10 years now, but it's just like, you know, they would not be in a small office now. No, they I would mean, not. <laughs> I mean, The Witcher, The Witcher 1 sold like... Well, like it, it went yeah. platinum, sold over a million copies. The Witcher Two uh, did did well as well, like a couple of million. Um, but it was The Witcher Three that just it sold over twenty million copies. Like it's been yeah. one of the best selling games of this generation, and they've they've just just amplified everything to the point where CD uh, Project, sorry, um, Cyberpunk, is pretty much the most anticipated game for the last couple yeah. of years. Like, yeah, and it's th- only getting more and more with every announcement that they make. Pretty Keanu. Much. Yeah, Keanu, they just sold, done. Yeah, no, because I've been in love with Keanu since I was a little girl. I mean, my mom was like in love with him when I was like really little. So I watched like Point Break and uh, Interview, or sorry, not Interview with the Vampire, what am I talking about? Dracula, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula and like Bill and Ted. Like this guy has been a major part of my childhood. The Matrix. The Matrix. Like... He's been a major part of my life for ever, like nearly 30 years. I watched Point Break when I was three. I told my grandma I was going to F her up. Like, seriously, Keanu has been in my life for nearly 30 years. So being able to play a game alongside him as a character, like that is so cool. So cool. I'm so, yeah, eating it it's, up. It's just a shame it's been delayed till September. but Yeah, but hey, it's cool. It'll be your birthday present. No, I'm I, kidding. I think it's coming after. No, it's like after my it's birthday. It's probably going to be after yeah. your birthday because your yeah. birthday's like really right at the start. Really crazy start. Um, yeah. So yeah, the next game uh, for me is The Last of Us Part Two, which and you're like, going to play because I'm too scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also been delayed to oh, uh, no. the 29th of May. Um, I like the original was one of my favorite games of last generation. Uh, I'm saying last generation because I don't count the remaster on the PS4 as as this. Like it's not. It was it was last generation. Yeah. Um, I get, but the, I guess the weird thing about this game is that I just it seems to be just really under the radar. Like I don't know if it's just the way I like cyberpunk hype. I can see hype for Ghost of Tsushima as well. Like there's other games that I'm seeing a lot of hype for, but Last of Us just seems like really muted. Mm. And I I feel like the first game was in a similar situation. Like it just. It's made by Naughty Dog. People yeah. pay attention on that basis. Uh, they've got really good writers working on it. It's got a really good cast as well. And obviously the the setting and everything. But I just remember the first game as well. Like It, it was nowhere near as hyped as Uncharted. Uh, and I feel like this one's kind of similar. Mm. Like it, It's coming out in a couple of months. Obviously it was delayed, but 
I don't really feel that excited about it, but like, it's just that I'm kind of fighting against myself in a way. Like mm. I'm not, I know that it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Because Uncharted 2, Last of Us, like Uncharted 4 was really good as well. Not like not as good as 2, but like 2 is like the pinnacle for me. But Uncharted 2 and Last of Us were the the two, I think the two games uh, when we were doing reviews on Gaming Union that I gave a perfect score to. Mm. I think they were the only two I ever did. And um, so I I just, I know in my gut Mm -hmm. that I should be incredibly anticipated I'm excited for this game but at the same time i'm just like but i'm i just don't feel like it's you know no i completely know and i think it's i feel like a part of it is because it's been in development for so long so much has happened in the time that it was announced like i mean talking about and games being announced early like it almost feels like the last of us 2 should have been released by now like it feels like it should have already been done dusted we're on to the next thing well yeah i mean it's been like how long since yeah. the last of us came out like six seven years yeah like it just it just feels like it it's already been done like it feels like it's already it's already gone so yeah i mean i think yeah like final fantasy 7 remake is like on its way we haven't really seen we haven't seen that much game like we've seen a few gameplay trailers i think haven't we? Like, there's been a few of um, yeah. a few of Ellie shooting up some peeps. Oh, they just had the last one, which was the Joel reveal. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, 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 that one as well. And um, yeah, it's just yeah, I don't know. I guess because there's so much else that we're excited, probably like more excited for, like Final Fantasy VII remake and Cyberpunk. Like, it's just it's kind of like an easy third, I guess, in terms of excitement. Yeah which but yeah. i know it's gonna be but amazing it's still gonna be cool like, i know it's yeah. gonna be amazing yeah it's still gonna be really cool and i'm really i'm really interested i guess that's the other thing is that we don't know much about what the story is gonna be like it's really confusing but that's the other weird thing about the last of us because i i loved the first game i just i was so bored into it i mm-hmm. i ended up playing like on extreme like i i I didn't get the platinum because you have to play it three times, I think. Mm. But I did do it on the hardest difficulty, which was painful. Mm. Um, I did the multiplayer. Like, that was really cool. Uh, I played it a ton. But then after I stopped, I didn't pay any attention to anything. Like, I didn't. Yeah. It didn't. The experience itself was was really good, but it didn't draw me into caring about it, mm. if that makes sense. Like, I, I didn't pay any attention to the DLC because I particularly care about DLC in general, but I just, I wasn't even interested in looking it up. Mm. So I didn't really know what happened any of that. And um, like, I just wasn't bought in because like the game felt like it just, it, it didn't need anything else. I guess maybe that's, no. maybe that's the problem I'm having. Like the game was, a, it felt like it was really self-contained. I didn't, I guess I didn't need a part two. And maybe that's why I'm not as excited about this as I could be because I just didn't feel it was necessary. I think, no, I think you're right. I think it's because it doesn't really have the lore in the same sense as, like, Resident Evil. Like, Resident Evil, you can, like, read up about, like, Umbrella Corp and, like, Nemesis. Why the hell is he just keep coming after people? You know, like, just, like, there's so much, there's so much history with, with Resident Evil. But it also, like, Uncharted, I was, I, it's like, um, (laughs) uh, I guess the whole thing is, like, they're self-contained as well, but I didn't need to... I didn't need because the story is like kind of throwaway. 
Yeah. It, it, it's, it contained itself. But I know that Uncharted 2 was going to be like a different thing. Yeah. Like it was going to be a new adventure. Yeah. So but it's you fine. Haven't, it's but... like Indiana Jones. It's like a new adventure. Whereas this is a continuation. Mm. But you never, you never like looked up like you didn't really the look up the Drake. lore of Nathan Drake or or even just the history of what he was actually looking for afterwards. Whereas like for me, games like Silent Hill, like I I want to learn more about it. Like I have such an appetite to learn about those games and those story and those worlds. Whereas with The Last of Us, like yeah, I mean like other than maybe theorizing what exactly happened in the end and sort of what's going to maybe become of the choice that sort of Joel makes at the end of the game um like what he does like I just don't I don't know if like I, I just don't I don't feel that same sense of like mystery like I don't feel like I I want to I know that there's mystery there but I don't feel the appetite in order to look, learn more. And maybe that will change with with the next game. Like, I am interested in the next game. And I actually did, even though I'm, I, I'm like, this is honestly the only reason why I don't play it is because I'm just, I'm, I'm chicken. I'm just too chicken to play these games. Um, but I did look up the DLC. And it's basically about, like, how Ellie, um, like, she had a, a friend, um, somebody who she was, like, fighting zombies with or whatever i'm probably i'm explaining it really badly but like um it was like their story together and so it was it was like her companion before joel and um, oh so it was like a prequel yeah so yeah. yeah doesn't really yeah it was sweet it was it was really sad it was really 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 sad um so it was it was interesting if you if you care about like ellie's sort of how she came to be but i guess the i guess maybe the other thing as well is going on the fact that it didn't really need a sequel was that it, it kind of shows a lack of originality like mm. at the moment i'm playing um i think it... middle earth shadow of war right yeah and I, I really enjoy shadow of mordor and i'm playing shadow of war and i'm thinking this game doesn't really need to exist mm. like it just doesn't it's not like assassin's creed where there's like a like a whole continuing story arc and stuff that's really cool and everything like the shadow of war story it's it's kind of like yeah like the, the, the first game concluded mm and now they're like well we didn't conclude mm-hmm. so now we've got to do this yay <laughs> but and I, I think it's telling that like our our top two games that we're looking forward to this year are not sequels yeah they're original properties but with that being said i think you would like without giving any spoilers away the end of the last of us you did kind of feel an appetite of like how is he going to how is he going to keep this from her how like how i didn't this- i didn't because no. I was just like, that's that's kind of it. Okay. I I didn't have any I didn't have any interest to find out because I was. That's, like, that's... how I felt. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, continuing on from that, actually, going back to my original thing, um, Resident Evil remake, Resident Evil Three remake. This game, holy crap! Like this game is from you know ages ago. My brother was playing it when I was over at his house. And I remember him going into a corridor and freaking Nemesis was there and he just ducked underneath his, his little punch and he was just like, oh my God. And both of us were just so like freaked out. I didn't really fully comprehend what Nemesis was. I was just kind of like, 
ah, oh, big scary dude. Um, like not comprehending that he was like an unbeatable thing. Like it's just so creepy and he can show up anywhere. Um, but like, I don't know if I'll play the Resident Evil remake. I, I do. You won't. Yeah, I won't. I know. Daryl, Daryl's very disappointed in me because he does buy me games that are, that he knows are scary, but he knows I want to play. I should play theoretically play because i'm so interested in them but i just i legitimately have this thing in my brain i can't play scary games i get way too freaked out i get way too sucked in like i just i start having panic attacks and it's horrible um if you guys watched me play through like that first bit of of evil within i was just like i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done you know and i will watch the crap out of someone play resident evil 3 and i will feel no shame about that um, but I'm really excited to watch somebody play through Resident Evil 3 uh, remake. So, yeah. If you have any suggestions, let me know um, of of people to watch. But I, I will be watching Resident Evil always, 3 remake. Always, always watching. Always watching. And always excited about freaking Nemesis. Even though he has a nose now. What the hell is that? Why does he have to have a nose? Why, why out of freaking nose? It's Japan. They're obsessed with noses. Oh, they're obsessed with a lot of things. Um, and the other thing, I guess, that is, is kind of a red herring on here is is the new consoles. Mm. They're going to be coming out holiday 2020. And the PS5 is rumored to have, be having its reveal next month. And my expectation is that there are going to be many games that get cross-generational releases. So even though we are excited for all of these games, chances are we're not going to pick them up in any kind of rush. Yeah. Because they're going to be coming out on the PS5 as well. And the yeah. X, uh, and some of them will be coming on the Xbox Series X, which is a mouthful. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, so yeah, uh, not all of them will be, of course, but the rumor is that the PS5 will be backwards compatible with the PS4 anyway. <laughs> so I guess we'll see. Yeah. There is Hellblade 2, which is obviously Xbox Series 1X, which looks very Xbox great. Series 1X now. Oh, sorry. It's been, up, it's been upgraded, guys, <laughs> already. Lauren's oh part of the branding God. team. She's got the inside line. Oh, I've I've reached the end. I've reached the end of my limit of my brain capacity. But yeah, at the moment, gone. I think we're going to be... Obviously, we don't know too much about either of them, really. But uh, at the moment, we're leaning towards the PS5 is probably what we will get. Mm. If we get it launch, I don't know. We'll see what the lineups are like. So then we have one question. Mm. One question to, to round the episode out. To rule them and it all. actually relates to uh, the remake topic. Uh, obviously, you were just talking about the Resident Evil remakes. And uh, Oranui from mm. the Discord server said, do you think Square Enix should make more Final Fantasy remakes or less? Mm. And I think, like, to me, it's a really simple answer. If they're good, yes. Mm-hmm. Because we'd seen with Resident Evil, like, the Resident Evil 2 remake was really high quality like really high quality mm. everyone's now incredibly excited for the three remake they turn them around pretty quickly and like to me that just says like yeah do it because the big bugbear that that you, that you and i have is that like disney for example remaking all their old movies they're not really doing anything different it's just like almost line for line the exact same film with a few tweaks to make them more culturally relevant now yeah but other than that, they're just, what's the point of remaking it other than just do a, a quick cash grab? Like the 7 remake does not look like that whatsoever. It's like a complete overhaul. 
And if yeah. Square Enix want to do that, then then fine, because it's basically like a new game. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Like, I mean, that's the whole thing, isn't it? When you remake something, it should expand upon the original. It shouldn't it shouldn't be just the original again. It has to be an expansion, um, and it has to do a lot of things better. Um, if in my opinion, so I'm I'm for it. Yeah, because it's not it's not like it's not like the Disney remakes, is it? Like the Disney remakes are just sort of word for word cash grabs, and it really really gets me going because they in in some cases are actually worse than the original um, because they've relied on CG. So it's going to be. A lot of them are going to be like dated in like a few years time, whereas the animated versions aren't really going to be that dated at all. Like some of them are like, you know, like Snow White is like that. That's but it, it, people still respect it for being like such a great um, start to animated feature films. But like, I mean, I can watch Aladdin and not think like, oh, my God, this animation's crap, you know? Yeah, I mean, like uh, some of them, like Robin Hood, obviously we watched, and you can kind of see like the animation is not as, as crisp. Let's mm, say, yeah, it's like the older Simpsons episode. Yeah, but you don't really mind as long as it's good, as long as the story's good, and yeah, and it's presented well. You don't, you don't really care. But um, but yeah, so no remakes, no Disney remake versions of of Final Fantasy games, please. Yes, but if they want to do them, like if the seven remake comes out and it's amazing, mm-hmm. sure. Sign me up for an eight remake. Yeah, yeah. I just wonder if um if they would do six. That one would be six weird. would be harder. Yeah, much harder. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the the end of the episode, guys. The next episode of Final Fantasy Union is going to come out on the fourth of February. And uh, if you want to check out all the news coverage, check out FinalFantasyUnion.com, where Braden will keep you filled in on everything happening about Mobius between now and its closure. And uh, yeah, if you really enjoy what we do, please be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash FFKHUnion. And with that, it's time for us to say goodbye. Bye, everyone. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a FinalFantasyUnion.com production. <laughs>